welcome to Them Pups, Thoughts, and Bears, episode 24. This was originally the second half of episode 23, and, well, it was a little bit jarring to go from fuck machine, cruising, ejaculating, all of that fun and sexy stuff to a sudden and unexpected pivot and deep dive into racism, injustice, inequity, implicit bias. We really got raw and real and talked about some of the darker sides within the kink, bear, pup, queer, gay communities. And uh, this can be really hard to listen to, but we invite you to come in and experience this and maybe come on the podcast if you want to talk about it further or certainly leave audio comments that we can play and respond to in future podcast recordings. It may not be the most enjoyable 30 minutes of your life, but hopefully it's informative and has you thinking. And maybe you'll find yourself in a situation where you can stand up, speak up, and maybe help someone see where their language or their actions are problematic and how we can all do the work and do better and create a more welcoming, more diverse, more enjoyable, more loving community. This is episode 24. Them Pups Thoughts and Bears, with me, Pup Cylon, and Pup Tango, talking about some hard stuff. So, welcome. Hopefully, you stick around to the end. Thank you for being here. is the last episode we hope ever with sound issues tango's microphone didn't get plugged in and somehow that was one big mega episode that got cut into three and this is the last part this is the last part so here is episode 24 them pups thoughts and bears of a double intro here on episode 24. This was supposed to be part of episode 23, and I just thought it was too jarring to go from me riding the fuck machine and tango ejaculating to having this really intense conversation about race. But it was a conversation I know we're both really glad we had. So decided to not be jarring and make it just kind of two, a double header. So you get two episodes today. Today. Yeah, I'm going to put them both out today, but just keeping them separated because I think this deserves its own episode. It really is worthy of that. I want to acknowledge that there are people in this world who live in places where they cannot express themselves. Although it is normal and it is natural to be a sexual animal as a human being, if you're an adult and all of our listeners are over the age of 18, I get the analytics. We have not one listener under the age of 18. Our podcast is simply not distributed in places that they would even know it exists. So these are all consenting adults that are listeners all over this fucking world. And I look at some of these countries and I know for a fact it is illegal to be queer in these countries. So first of all, you are courageous just for listening and just for watching. But also this represents something else that we are, and I know this because you're telling us 
that last comment. The one you shared with me on the phone? For you, of those of you that are, first of all, supporting, which means you're on Just for Fans and you're subscribing, we want to thank you. And what little bit we're getting, we just talked about it before the podcast. We really fucking appreciate you. If you're out there and you're like, how, what can I do to help support these guys? You can certainly subscribe to the Just for Fans. I'm not going to list all that shit. We've done that before. We have a link tree. The link tree is on all of our socials. So here is our, our most recent written review on Apple Podcasts. This was written last Tuesday because our podcasts come out every Tuesday. So someone listened on Tuesday and then they went and wrote this review. Very cool podcast, definitely giving me hope, joy, and many laughs. I feel like my experience as a brown queer person is being validated finally. I am humbled, uh, me personally, that I'm involved with a podcast in any capacity that would have a comment like that. We live in white supremacy. And if you don't fucking believe that, we don't need you as a fan. I'm just going to say that right fucking now. And it's at the end of the day, this is our passion. It is not about money. And um, whoever wrote that, we see you, we hear you. And I just, I just wanted to read that review. And then I want to immediately follow this up. And I'm sure you might have something to say, but maybe you don't. And that's okay. Um, I do I have something to say. First of all, to that person. Thank you. Thank you. It's not lost on me how difficult it is just to exist, especially as like POC queer individuals. There will always be people in the majority around us that will question the validity of our personhood. They'll make it so that, they'll ask the question, so why are you here? when I just want to exist, I just want to be left alone and be queer and be happy and be kinky and fucking frolic just like everybody else. But the fact that I look the way I do that disturbs some people and they don't want me in their spaces, it's not lost on me how difficult that is. And I appreciate that someone else listening is getting some sort of hope off of what I share, off of what we share on this podcast. Cause it is a, it's a day-to-day struggle to like almost validate my own existence, especially as like in bare spaces. And I, I just, I really appreciate you. Cause that, that, those types of comments really, really do get me going. Cause that's why I wanted to do this podcast with y'all. That's why I wanted to do all this shit. That's why I wanted to do any of it. And in Virginia Bear, um, music, sex work, all the things that I want to do is because I didn't have anybody to look up to that looked like me that said it was possible. So I appreciate you even making a comment and listening. We, we, and, we both appreciate you. And well, and I actually um, am just humbled to be in your orbit. You, Tango. You are so funny. You are so beautiful. You are so fucking smart. And I don't know why you chose me. I mean, the TikTok, the TikTok algorithm chose us and put us together. Thank you for continuing that friendship. And we were just talking about it today. And uh, we have literally spent at this point hundreds of hours talking to each other, creating these podcasts. 
and I'm just humbled. I want that review meant a lot to me. Every time I read it, I cry and I get goosebumps because I feel like I'm part of something big. And I don't know if I deserve to be here. I, I'm going to lean into my mindfulness and say, I am worthy. I am enough. I am valid. Uh, but I know that I am damn lucky to be in your orbit and you fucking give so much to this fucking world and fuck off to people who don't fully appreciate that. And, and part of a conversation that we had off camera, not recorded, is that um, I'm speaking up because there is a lot of people within the, the, the bear community, white bears, and, and if, you feel tr if you feel triggered, targeted, and gaslit right now, maybe you should, it, those people. Like if this feels like, oh, but I'm not, if you're sitting there like saying out loud and explaining how you're not, um, I'm gonna bring a little bit of levity and a little humor. Uh, Avenue Q, the song where it says, everybody's a little bit racist. Yeah, own that, own that. People who look like me own that, like look for it. Look for it, see it as you look around the bar, as you look at how segregated our queer spaces are. And when you see someone of color uh, in that bar, that is a superhero to, to come into a space that can be so unwelcoming. And I just wanna just, and I know I'm a white person, so it might be hard for someone of color to say that. So I'm just gonna say like, look around. When I lived in Detroit, there were black gay bars and there were white gay bars. It, there were, and, it, and, and the white gay bars were also in the city of Detroit that's 90% black. And there were very few black people in those. And it's just very interesting. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know all the answers, but what I do know is that we live in a world that is unjust, inequitable uh, and is is a hundred percent driven by white supremacy and there are a bunch of people who are in denial about our history in denial about the white supremacy who don't want critical race theory taught they don't want to hear that abraham lincoln uh wanted to send all the black people to liberia it wasn't that and that's why by the way statues of abraham lincoln get torn down if you don't know that piece of history, do the fucking work. He freed the slaves and wanted them to go back to Africa. So like, stop fucking celebrating it. All right. I, I, I just, I, I, I want to say that because like people fucking don't know the history. And now we have a bunch of people in this fucking country who are like, oh, it's so hard to be a white man. Like we're so targeted. No, it's fucking not. You have no I fucking wanna, concept. I want to say something specifically about that. Specifically about that. And I want to bring up the comment that you shared to me that somebody told you, and I want to respond directly to that person and say, fuck you and everything that you stand for. I'm not going anywhere. Somebody reached out to Jeff specifically to say that they find him attractive and not me. Okay. But the only obvious reason between the two of us, when we both are on here naked and um, laid bare, the difference between the two of us is that I'm black and he is white. For those of you who are listening and those of you who are watching on our Just for Fans or, or subscribing to whoever, I want you to, I just want you to be aware that if your attraction to one of us is predicated on the race that we are, 
you need to examine that at the very least. But specifically to that person who thought to go out of their way to tell my co-host they don't find me, they don't find me attractive. You could have kept that to your damn self and minded your damn business. You could have been quiet. You could have left and, it out. I love and, the podcast. And why, and why I spoke up is we were... I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want you to create an awkward situation in your, you can do whatever you want. Uh, I brought that up with Tango because I think it's very common for white people to give a pass to other white people when other white people are being problematic and saying problematic shit. And I also think it's common for us to somehow handle our friends of color with kid gloves and not own the struggle that they're going through. And so I feel like I've gotten close enough with Tango that I wanted to say, I see you and what you're talking about is fucking real. And like, I fucking firsthand see it and it's disgusting and I don't know how to fix it. And I don't know that I will fix it. And I said to Tango today, I said, the one cool part about this is you're 21 years younger than me. So you are closer, hopefully to the solution. And I look forward to, to uh, I'm not going anywhere and I'm here to stand by your side and I will double down on, I am humbled to be in your orbit and racism is real classism is real the inequity is everywhere and if you feel like a victim because you're a white dude and you think everything that's going on in this fucking world is somehow holding you down you have a lot of fucking work to do and that that thought i'm just going to tell you and this is what the right and this is who you're aligning yourself with because if you're listening and you made it this far in you're gay you're queer you're not straight and i'm just telling you right now i'm just telling you right fucking now if you somehow think life is harder for you right now as a white guy because you've been listening to fucking Joe Rogan or Donald Trump or whoever the fuck you're listening to, and you somehow have told yourself that life has gotten more difficult, is I would say a couple things. First of all, good. Good. As in, oh my God, a 400-year run of everything being handed to people who looked like you. So yeah, maybe things have gotten more difficult. And stop playing what about and stop pointing your finger at other people because you perceive somehow what their life has gotten easier. I assure you, I assure you, your life is easier. I assure you, you are, you are a wash in privilege. You don't even see it. And the crazy part is when you, oh, I'm not racist. I'm just not attracted to black guys. Do you know how many times I've had to fucking hear that from white people? That is racist, you fucking dumb motherfucker. I'm just gonna say it. Like, it's so goofy to me because <laughs> I have to deal with like next level racism shit. I have to deal with. Is it racist that I don't like how black people smell? <laughs> Out of nowhere, approach me in a bar just to say that shit. Really, I black people and uh, like BIPOC individuals, we don't get any peace in queer spaces. We don't get any peace in queer spaces. We always have to be, we always have to have our hackles up and always have to be worried about when the next traumatic thing is gonna come at us. And we can't fucking win. But this, me doing this podcast is to show you and show the other queer POC individuals that watch this shit, that follow me on, on my social media, that interact with me in everyday life, that it is possible to be successful, queer, black, fat, femme as fuck. I mean that shit with my entire chest, my entire being. 
And there's nobody that's going to convince me otherwise. So find be, far be it for me to tell you what you're going to do and where you're going to put your money. It's hard times. Go ahead. Support who you are going to support. But just know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm not leaving this shit. I got my stick in this game. You could choose not to listen next week, but I'm still going to be here recording. And just, and and I want to double down on if you somehow think I'm the star of the show, I think you're the star of the show, Tango. I, in fact, I said the last couple of episodes, <laughs> people like to laugh, and the hardest fucking thing to do is to be funny. Like let let me tell you the the most successful. You talk to any professional actor, the most funny doesn't just happen; it's a lot of work. Okay, and you are naturally you first of all have had so much trauma in your life and you lead by an example. When I say I'm humbled to be in your orbit, you've had so much trauma in your life and then you show up and you do this with me. And you're so fucking funny and you bring so much joy to all of us. And I'm now I'm going to read you bring joy. I know this because I read the comments. You bring joy, which is hope and possibility and wonder and curiosity. You bring bliss and escape. You bring so fucking much value and you validate and you let these people know they are worthy and they are enough. You let these people know that in Ireland, Puerto Rico, Peru, Spain, the Philippines, Ghana, Hong Kong, Argentina, Luxembourg, Costa Rica, Serbia, Chile, El Salvador, Switzerland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Jamaica, the Netherlands, Hungary, Italy, Slovakia, Finland, New Zealand, France, Brazil, Australia, Portugal, Sweden, South Africa, Germany, Canada, the United Kingdom, and the United States of America. If it broke down all the fucking states, and I'm guessing it's pretty much all of them, uh, I'd read all those too. I am so humbled to be in your orbit. You might think that we're just nasty and sexy and kinky and fetishy. We are, but we're also doing this as an effort to show you that sex workers are human beings. And we have stuff this. And we go through trauma. We go through. And that, that's why this shit is important because for every person that has that comment where you bring me joy and you bring, you make, you make me feel valid in my existence. I want that person to take a second to do that for another person. This is hard enough for us to be queer and POC, queer and black, queer and indigenous in this country and in other countries across the world. It's even harder when we don't see more of us doing big things because we feel like we don't have anything to aspire to. And I wanna say you should aspire to be the next bear or the next title holder in your in your city, your state, your country, go for world bear if you feel so inclined. That's what I want to do eventually. You should want to do big and better things, not just for what it does for you, but for the fact that there are other people you be, that you become their cloud of witnesses. You become their cloud of witnesses. You become the people that came before them that inspire them. So inspire other people, please. If you're not going to subscribe to any of the shit that I got going on, you're not going to pay me no money, I, you could do me one simple favor. Inspire one other queer person of color 
to do bigger, better things. And I'll, I'll assume my job has been done. And I'll go to sleep happy and still black and still queer and still femme and still all the things that make me me. And I will sit here and be in awe of you as long as you will uh, have my company. Absolutely. Uh, and I, and it's just, uh, and I, I am, first of all, I'm so sorry. Cause we talked about this. I'm really bad at this. Oh yeah. We're not going to talk about this on the podcast. And then I immediately bring it up on the podcast. It's how it goes. It's how but it you goes. know what though? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm glad I did. Cause I, I feel like, uh, I hope, and uh, you know, we can cut this out if you don't want to, but I am glad I said it. And I, and I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. These things are not talked about. I was a corporate spokesperson for a Fortune 50 company for 15 years, making six figures. And, I, and I'm just going to give a little story. Uh, we were the sponsor of very early in my career. My When I say we, the, the, the Fortune 50 company that I represented was the sponsor of black college football games. Uh, my team... I'm, my team was um, so uh, traditional black colleges like that are like HBCUs. Yes, right. Historically black colleges or universities. Yeah, so we so we're the sponsors. One fucking problem: not one black person on my team. They didn't hire anyone permanently to be on my team who was black. For those, because we did more than just history, it wasn't just black college. I was also doing NFL. I was also doing NASCAR. I was also doing music festivals. So I'm over here making six figures, making all this fucking money. And for those specific events, they would bring in a black master of ceremonies to stand by my side and essentially listen to what I had to say. And then they would say it as a black person so that there was black representation. Um, for those of you that like, don't think white supremacy is a fucking real thing. I'm just going to give you that as an example. So here I'm the privileged white motherfucker who's still getting work, who's still going because they, because they're not paying to train this person. They're not giving this person full-time work. They're just having them stand by my side. And, and I would talk to these people. I'm like, I'm like, this is so fucked up. This is just fucked up. This is just fucking weird. They're like, we're both speaking English. We're both saying the same thing. It's just, I'm black standing next to you, like you're saying what you're saying, then I'm kind of parroting it as a black fool. It was just so, I was so young. I was so happy to leave that fucking job. I was so happy to leave that job. Um, I remember I was doing travel for that job and we had some people that like missed a flight or whatever and I had to get them another flight. And I remember my producer, this is, earlier this this senior producer for a different company the same client but different company she says let me ask you a question were they black she literally says this to me in the office and my pr person that i worked with who is one cube over from my cube i could see his head he was a really tall guy tall black guy and he's right there and she's like yeah she's yeah they don't they're they're not as they don't really pick up but they're not used to traveling like this so like she literally is saying this to me i'm like this is happening to me in corporate America at a Fortune 50 company. That was about, I've been, that was about 20 years ago. So you could say, oh, a lot has changed. It fucking hasn't changed. That person is still working in the same industry. That person didn't suddenly wake up to the fact that they're fucking ignorant and racist. I assure you, because she's in power and there's nothing to wake her up. There's no reason for her to change. 
I'm doubling down on this and I'm saying these things because what I started to say, and then you said something and I just wanted to let you talk, obviously, is we as white people have a tendency to give a pass to our white friends. And I, so now you just said what you're saying to people of color. Here's what I'm saying to the white people listening. Don't be a coward because that's what you are when you say nothing. Don't be part of the problem because that's what you are when you say nothing. Don't be low key a fucking racist because that's what you are when you say nothing. When you hear your friends say inappropriate shit, call them out. I'm not saying you have to cancel them because there's a lot of ignorance. There's a lot of fear and it goes back for generations. It's an opportunity for you, someone who looks like them, who they feel safe with to say, that's not okay. I don't want to hear you say that. Here's why you shouldn't say that. And just because your parents and your grandparents were racist doesn't mean you have to be. You can do better. And I, I don't know how aware you are of this tango, but that happens all the time. And I was recently told, because I've been calling people out, you know, more people would like you if you got off your high horse. Like I fucking somehow think I'm better than people just by calling them out for saying anti-Semitic and racist things. These are problematic white bears that you all know that are popular. You're probably friends with them on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. And I assure you, I didn't just happen to end up friends with those people and they're an exception. No, there's a bunch of them. I don't even know them. I, <laughs> in, the, in the words of Mariah Carey, I don't even know her. I don't even know who she is. Um, like if, Sorry to this man, as Kiki probably said. So I'm just saying, it's start standing up. Like we can't change this culture, and we can't move past this if we don't start to own it. And we all know it exists. And you can all think, oh, I'm not racist. My dad was. A little bit of that dirty, shitty water has ended up in your sponge, and you're not going to squeeze it out if you don't bring light and clean water to the situation and work. Do the fucking work. Be a be a stand up when you hear your family saying, oh, critical race theory, we don't need that stand up and say, yes, we do. When you see your family not like thinking, oh, it's OK to ban some of those fucking books. It's just incendiary. We don't have to teach kids. No. Yes, we fucking do. When you see some of your family uh, being and I see this in the fucking queer community. Are you kidding me? In 2023 being um, transphobic, say fucking something. Those are human beings. And by the way, just because you're so fucking ignorant that you don't understand an identity, a gender identity that doesn't align with your penis and testicles that you have, that doesn't make it the facts and truth for everybody else's gender identity. Just because you can't wrap your head around how someone presents themselves, how someone identifies, just because you think pronouns are unnecessary or like, it's it's somehow it's just too much and it's laborious and it's just like it's performative like these are all the things i've heard because you're privileged because he matches you and you were born with whatever size penis you have and it's just easy for you to just be in a locker room be a he be a cute white fucking dude who gets fucked all the time who has a six-figure job that you think you worked hard for and privilege had nothing to do with setting you there stand up Say it when you see it. Say it. Say it to that person's face. Don't whisper behind their back. Don't be like, ooh, that person's a little problematic. They said this. Don't actually have the balls 
to say, don't say that. It's not okay. You are awash in privilege. It's time you consider that that is the truth. And it's time maybe you consider some growth. It's time maybe that you let go of the pride of your family and their generations of racism and white supremacy and transphobia and homophobia. It is possible to be gay and homophobic. It is why we as queer people oftentimes self-harm. Yeah, because we don't accept ourselves, we don't love ourselves fully. So as you see us here fucking ourselves, talking about hooking up, doing all these things, this is part of our gender, sexual, human euphoria. We are celebrating. We know that the world does not accept us to be queer, to be slutty, to be kinky, to be fetishy, and we're putting it in your face as an act of fucking rebellion, and we're hoping we find our people. Our people that are like, that's pretty fucking cool. You just put it out there. Those are our people. Those are our people. You're both fucking hot. Those are our people. You want to have sex? Yeah, we do. We want to celebrate. And we want to celebrate and know fucking where we're at and where we're headed and what we can do. Because if we're all starting to wake up, I don't see that, by the way. If you think that term woke is a bad thing, oh, I am so fucking woke. <laughs> I am so fucking woke. And I could be more woke, by the way. I'm trying to wake up more and more every single day. Anyways. Uh, Die Tribe over. I wanted to thank all of you in those, I think it's, did I just, I don't know, is that 31 countries, 29 countries, whatever it is. Um, you cross your legs and I see them, them damn socks and sandals. God damn. <laughs> you get me every time with this shit. Oh You're my welcome. God. It's a cold floor. I told you this guy in the Listen, body. That's a very dad thing. It's a very dad thing. You're welcome, son. Um... <laughs> So, I want, if you guys, by the way, if you think that I'm misgendering um, Tango, I know that Tango is they, them, and pup. But in the role play of sex, oftentimes, with many of, of my non-binary... A lot of those um, uh, those honorifics and pronouns when it comes to sex are interchangeable for me. Like right. It becomes a situation where I go by whatever you want to, whatever you want to say at that given time. But when you're talking to me like outside of the bedroom, talk respectful, please. Right, exactly. I I, I just wanted to say like I have a, a lot of non-binary and will use masculine names for the role play of like daddy and boy, for instance. Does that make sense? And and not, I, and so if you're all out there to check check me and be like, you know, Tango's non-binary. I very much know Tango's non-binary, and I don't refer to them as he, but in the role play of daddy and boy or something like that. That's just a, right. anyway. Um, sorry, I was just bringing it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm just rambling. I think we can put a fucking bow on this. I, uh, yeah, uh, follow the link tree to them pubs. Follow the Just for Fans. Follow the follow us. We have we are at a point now. If everyone who listens, you want to do something big for us, you don't have to pay us any fucking money at all. Any money at all. Everyone who listens, tap two friends on the shoulder and have them follow us. I triple, double, double dog, triple dare you. Everyone who follows us right now, tap your friends on their shoulder and say, you know what? Follow these ones. Follow them pups, thoughts and bears. All you got to do is get, they just, just follow us so that it downloads onto their phone. Whether they listen or not, that's going to put money in our pockets and it doesn't cost you a fucking thing. And you're supporting a couple of queer adult content creators. 
You don't have to subscribe to shit. You don't have to spend many money. You don't have to, my lazy ass, I haven't even made a t-shirt or a sticker for you to buy. Just tell two of your friends to fucking follow us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. Go follow where you subscribe for free. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Tell two of your friends. If you're really kind, tell like three or five or 10 of your friends. But if every one of you that listens and follows got two of your friends, we immediately start getting paid more money. On that note, stay kinky. Hump out.